When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Future. We're talking real money. You understand that life requires money. You know that. That's why you have a job. But there will come a point in life when you'll need more than just the uh, the the money that you've saved from your job, and you're gonna be without an income except for Social Security. And that's why we're here to help you build the wealth you need to enjoy your life. The way you're going to want to enjoy it. And you can call us for help with money, investing it, or anything to do with it at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. The show's called Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald and my co-host over there, Chuck, and hi. Welcome to another hour. Yeah, one of your last hours until you uh, head south. You're, I, I, you, you, it almost sounds like you're expecting me to not make it back. Yeah, I don't want to say it's, that. It's That's, Don's uh, last hour. This is it. This on, is really it. On Como. No, I don't, think I, I don't think I said it like that. I think I said one of your last uh, hours. I think I said it more it on the sounded, upbeat. Sounded a bit, from here, it sounded a little depressing. I can see how you might find it depressing, but we do not. We'll move on. We we'll, do not. We'll we are thrilled. On, my friend. <laughs> we'll make it without you one way or another. Yeah, Don's finally going to uh, get a vacation, and I got to say, as your business partner for darn near almost 10 years now i mean well we were and we worked together before wow. in another business but almost 10 years in this one it is it's nine years yeah, now almost I, for vestry in the uh, fall it'll be nine years i know and we i'll say wow you, time flies when you get old and you are uh you have basically worked the whole time i mean you've kind of gone on a few trips here or there but you so this i hope i you, work on i work when i'm gone i hope it's you'll re- actually disconnect i really do maybe i, I do something unusual I plan to partially disconnect. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Because someone still has to put the podcast up on the web. That's true. That'll be me. Okay. And uh, But I am, I'm I'm going to take a hiatus from the Money 30 features. Which I, have been very it, popular. They've been really popular. Yeah, Let's see have. where we rank on, uh, on yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, if you haven't podcasts. heard these. By, by, so one of, the, one of the issues we face online is, and our podcast has done very well for a long period of time, but... Yeah. I think it should do better when you listen to the other stuff out there. But I know a lot of you yeah. are busy, and you got this going, you got that going. I don't have that much time. Well, Don has taken these wonderful features he does every single day. I don't, have you ever even had a repeat feature in like five? Oh yeah, years? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've not repeated many. some. Not I've many. repeated some. This not is new. It's good information, and uh, you've turned it into a thing called Money Thirty. You actually spell out money and the, the word thirty. The word thirty. Not numerical. Yeah, Money Thirty. And the reason for the name is that two thousand eighteen. Yeah is my 30th anniversary of doing a financial talk show. That's a long time. I've done financial talk since 1988 on Business Radio Network back then. Um, Okay, but you really want to feel old. I've been on the radio since 1974. Not just doing financial talk, but... 
I, I, I went over and volunteered, but I swept floors at a radio station in 1970. <laughs> I think I remember handing you the mop, actually. So thank you for yeah, doing that. That Clean was up. across the street from my high school <laughs> okay, in Colorado Springs. So anyway. It's a so, top 40 station. You know what was great about that station, though? What about it? Is that we, I could, because I was volunteering over there, they didn't pay me. I just liked radio. Like the rest was, of the business. Yeah, yeah it's it. radio. <laughs> I was, But they paid me in cutouts. In what? Cutouts. Do you remember cutouts? Cutouts were albums that they would get from the oh, record yeah. companies. Of course, yeah. Right. And they would punch a hole mm-hmm. with a hole punch yep. in one of the corners of the album so, so that they couldn't be resold. resold. Yeah, right. Yeah. They were cutouts. Promotional. And I was yeah. I was doing my high school radio station, which actually was just a microphone and some speakers in the hall. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> they called it a radio station. Yeah. And I was one of the first people to play Roundabout by Yes on red vinyl. Wow. Red vinyl. Wow. And I don't want to brag, but I'm going to see Yes in about two months live. Are they still alive? Well, that was my general take when I got the tickets. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking I know. they were all Getting grown men old. when I was in I, high school. I know. Yeah. Well, they were 10 years ahead of you. So, Is it well, still John Anderson? Yeah. With his really so. high voice? I know. I love those yeah. guys. So they're playing I, I nearby. Too. So we're going to go see them. Really? Yes. Yeah. Where are they mm-hmm. going to be? At the winery. When should I? When is it? I'm going to come out. Middle of June. You're welcome to join us. I should fly yeah, out for that. I got a free. I've got a companion ticket for well, Deb. Flying enough in May. Or, or no, I'm thinking next fall when you had to do two, two classes in or two retire oh. meets, et cetera. Mm. So anyway, but the bottom You're line here is me too darn busy. M- Money thirty podcast, has been very popular because it's relatively short. It has a quick lesson. You learn something every single time, and boom, it's out there. So it's. I think it's ter- yeah. absolutely terrific. I, all last week, Money 30 was in the top. Oh, my gosh, folks, you got to help me out here. Uh-oh. All last, in fact, since it's been out, Money 30 has been in the top 40 podcasts, investing podcasts. It's 54 right now. 54. Oh, I've slipped. The indignity and what bothers of it all. me, I did a, I, one of the Money 30 podcasts was on this. I went through the top 20 podcasts. And did like a 15-second review of each one of them. Mm-hmm. Financial. F- investing. Yeah, okay. They're under the investing yeah. category. The first one is Dave Ramsey, which it's not his investing advice is terrible. Then there's a guy named Tim Ferriss. He's a motivational speaker. Yeah, there's really no investing there. Yeah. Then there's a woman who talks about socially responsible investing. Then there's this guy, Warrior Wealth guy. Don't know him. This is like a guy who's jazzed up on steroids or uh, testosterone. He's like Mr. <laughs> Macho Dude. And then we have like a ton of blockchain things, Bitcoin things, and real estate scams in the top 20. It's ridiculous. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. In addition to the Talking Real Money podcast, I also do another podcast that's very popular over at Apple Podcasts. It's called Money 30. Every day I try to educate and inform you about money in a brief two to four minute podcast. So check them out at Apple Podcasts or all the other podcast services or at money30.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Give us a call. We will help you out with money matters of all kinds, particularly investing, although we can't promise to make you a billionaire like Billions, the TV show that Tom and I watch. Yeah, I do enjoy that show. By the way, I want to thank Thank Ray for writing us saying your show is Talking Real Money. 
get it talking and he says bitcoin is fake money and is always great show so thank you ray appreciate you oh thanks so, ray thanks so much i noticed that on billions they're like they're putting real billionaires in it now i know they have mark cuban on <laughs> mark cuban yeah. let's have a donald trump i hear it's coming on next oh, week gosh, gosh oh wait no please, fake billionaires please no who it, and did you know the other guy after cuban i didn't know who that was I, was he real? I didn't know. I know. I I told my wife. I stopped. I go. I, I know Mark Cuban, of course, but I don't know this guy. Maybe he's famous. Too. I think I he was know, a so. character. Okay. I think he was a character right. because he was talking. About, I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not a huge anyway, Mark it's Cuban an interesting fan. So. Show. Yeah. It isn't. It, well, he, and he and and good news for all actors. You don't have to worry about Mark Cuban <laughs> taking jobs. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's. He yeah. wasn't very. No, good, he was a little but, stiff. I mean, but can you compare it to these people that do this for a living and do it very well? I mean, the guy who's a star, I forget the guy's name, who's the lead yeah. bad guy in Billions, and he's very, very good at it. The bad, how, how do you know which is the bad guy well, in okay, Billions? Because Giamatti's trying to do the right yeah, thing, kind of. No, he's, is he? I know. He's, he cheats he's dirty. At everything. Yeah, he's dirty. Yeah. yeah, he's dirty. Who's the villain? Okay. Who is the villain, Fair enough. really? Fair enough. 855 935 Talk is our number. And now. We go to Tim. Hello, Tim. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Tim. Hey, guys. Hey, you got a great show. I think you've done a great job out there. Uh, but I'd like to get your opinion and where some good resources are for allocation, uh, early retiree, looking for the, you know, some good allocations. Uh, I'm currently 50-50, uh, laddered uh, bond portfolio, but I'd like a little more, a better opinion on where to put that money. Can I add something before we even get into allocations? First, before you start figuring out where you want to allocate it, you really need to find out how you should allocate it based on your personal tolerance and need to take risk. You notice I threw the word need in there. And I'm going to let Tom elaborate on that because that's part of the formula that people neglect. They, you go to, go to vestry.com and take our risk quiz. It is free. There is no obligation. There's no sales pitch, no nothing. Um, that's going to tell you what your risk tolerance is because it's a very sophisticated test. But risk need is something we don't talk enough about. Yeah. Warren Buffett said it recently. Why take risk with money you need to make money you do not or may not need. So I, I think I think when you tell us 50-50, I'm assuming you're saying half of your money is in stocks, half is in fixed income, correct? Correct. Okay. And I pretty much have a risk allocation. I've done the tests, uh, pretty much understand my risk tolerance. I've been, uh, I don't buy and sell. I hold, uh, as you guys suggest. And I'm just looking for, you know, the, the old historical, uh, some of the well, what, what rate of return, then, do, do you need to make on your portfolios to sustain yourself in a very lengthy retirement? Well, with inflation, I'm thinking I need a 6% return, and I can do it on a 5% return. So I'm, I'm not looking to hit a home run. I'm just looking to uh, basically uh, get a good, uh, reduce the risk in the portfolio by allocation. And I guess... CD, that's what, well, and there you go. That's fifty percent of my portfolio. That's a great idea, and uh, and we've done a we've done a lot of work in this area, mm -hmm. along with a lot of people that we respect tremendously. And there is 
an incredible body of evidence that says that you can, yes, you can reduce the volatility. And that's how we define risk, really, in, in anything that's well diversified. The word risk should be thrown out and replaced with volatility because volatility is all you really face. Risk means you could lose it all. You yeah, can't if yeah. you're well diversified. So there's a lot of evidence that shows that slightly overweighting value stocks improves not only potential long-term returns, but potential long-term volatility. Slightly overweighting small company stocks does the same thing and not doing uh, – we – in this country and other countries, by the way, I was just looking, I'm going to New Zealand. I was looking at the average portfolios in New Zealand and they're like 89% oh, New Zealand stocks. Globally true that people have a home field advantage, home you need bias. international. So tell us uh, of the 50%, how many equities do you think you hold in the half of the money that's in stocks, roughly? I have, you know, half a dozen. I'm, I'm, I'm a doctor. Whoa, 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 whoa. Contra type, uh, uh, low, low fees. Uh, no, okay, no, no, no. Half a dozen whoa. funds. Half a dozen okay. funds. Tom. I, I heard half a dozen stocks. Uh, yeah, no, no. Because he said contra fund. Okay. Uh, so he has active management. This is, which where is the, a, this is the devil's in the details because you really got to dive. Contra fund is basically Standard and Poor's 500 with a little bit managed. at the edge. Managed fund. A little more expensive. Wouldn't be one we pick. We would have to sit down and look at the, the 12 funds that you have to determine how much you have in bigger stocks, how much Don just pointed out that smaller companies have made more over time. Value companies, so somebody would have to get in and really dive into that. I mean, do you have emerging markets? Value. Do you have real estate investment trusts in the U.S. and international? Not that you need them, but it helps. About 15% 15 in international and uh, and then value and growth. But it's a hard determination unless you go to Morningstar and put it into their... uh, allocation allocator uh-uh. uh, you can get a better feel but i'm i'm looking just for some good sites that 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 are that would give you good advice on allocation models for a ret- early retiree i'm going to let and, don take uh, that real quick tim but first i'm going to say that all of the evidence that i know everything that i've read all the numbers i've seen and don pointed out this has been tested by people far smarter than us shows that having half of your money in the U.S. and half outside of the U.S. has decreased volatility and actually meant improved returns over a very long period of time. Actually, right now, the number is about 52% U.S., 48% international, so roughly 50-50. Just a couple of real quick points. Um, One of the things you really ought to do is you can go watch one of our classes online at TalkingRealMoney.com or on YouTube, we I, I do a class on allocation. That's going to help you a lot. You need to get out of actively managed funds, period, exclamation point. For example, Fidelity Contra performs a lot like an S&P 500 fund, but it costs three quarters of 1% per year, where you can get an S&P 500%, I mean, S&P 500 fund for seven-tenths of one, I mean, seven one-hundredths of 1% a year. So you're you're chasing 
managers, when there is no evidence that managers win, there is an, an incredible amount of, of evidence that value is a little better, that small cap is a little better, that having that international allocation, if you want to reduce your volatility and potentially increase your returns, is a lot better. But go watch that video. After you're done with that one-hour video, I think you're going to have a better feel for what you really need to do. Thanks so much for the call, Tim. We really appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of investing through an insurance agent or a stockbroker and you're in the market for a fee-only advisor who charges truly low fees and uses a scientific approach to building portfolios for your risk tolerance and need, you should check out Vestry. Tom and I started this firm and it is devoted to educating everyone, total transparency, clarity, low fees, and great service. If you're looking for an advisor, you ought to at least take a look at us at Vestory.com. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Or give us a call, 800-386-3004. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Glad to have you with us. 855-935-8255 on Don's Farewell Show. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We find him speechless. Oh, okay. (laughs) I wanted to actually, I want to clarify the Fidelity Contra Fund is actually more, uh, it's more like the Russell 1000 as opposed to the S&P 500. So it's a little bit more aggressive than the S&P 500. And does it have a value tilt to it at all? I can't remember, but. I believe it ratio. does. I mean, I, I got to pull it back up because I went someplace else. It's had a good else. track record. I know that. No, it actually has a heavy duty growth tilt. Okay. So, I mean, this is, so, I'm, and I'm guessing if we went and looked at Tim's portfolio, you'd say, I have 12 funds. This happens a lot. But because, it's all large cap growth. And, and that's what, and, and it's mostly U.S., it's mostly big mm-hmm. companies, and it's mostly the growthy firms. And by the way, right now, I bet it's way over allocated to that one sector that killed you in 2000 called tech technology, because technology, as you may know, has gone up and up and up and up. So people own a lot more of that than they realize today. I'll put it that way. So let's see. Yeah. Well, in terms of Contra, you're absolutely correct. 35% of contra 35 percent is intact and that's what worries me too because people get a false sense of security that you're diversified in that fund not so much because even if it did hold a thousand stocks which i doubt it does it holds 318 and most of the money ends up going in these large growth large growth funds too none of this will surprise you company called amazon company called google Microsoft, Apple, that bet they take up a lot of the well, capitalization. Well, shall I read, shall I read well, you their Well, we got somebody top? waiting, but go ahead. Yes. Well, hold on. I'm going to read yeah. you these. We'll get yeah. to the call here in a second. Facebook, number one. Yeah. I forgot Amazon, that. number two. Uh-huh. Berkshire, number three. Okay. Alphabet, which is Google, number four. Microsoft, number five. Alphabet Class C, mm-hmm. number six. United Healthcare, number seven. Apple number eight. I hate you it when it. I'm right. I just hate that. I really you do. Nailed it. You can go to my place tomorrow morning and ask my wife how much I hate being right all the time. Oh wait, there's Netflix. Oh, there's there Adobe. Yeah. There's mm. Activision. Holy Sound cow! Familiar at all? Yeah. Eight five five nine three five talk. Oh, Tesla. Tesla's in the yeah. top twenty. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Justin, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, um, I'm basically 35. I've put away zero for uh, investments, and I'm 
starting to think about doing that now with a new job since I've uh, graduated college and I want to start investing. So I'm kind of perfect time to start. Yeah. Yeah. I basically want to know where to start. Well, so does your company have a retirement plan? Yeah, they have a 401k and I just started the company stock purchasing uh, thing, but should I just go with a company 401k or start trying to do it myself? Well, do they have a match? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, at the very least, I would save up to the match to get the full dollar amount there because that's free money, right? Yeah. Okay. I think it's like 6%. Hey, that's that's a generous match. So are are you putting 6% of your earnings into the 401k? Uh, Basically, I'm... Either this month or next month, I'm going to start doing that. So I was All right. You said you were doing the of... stock purchase plan? Yes, and in addition, I'm doing the stock purchase plan. I wouldn't do it that way. I would I would make sure I get the six, and then probably after that, I would go do, and depending on your, your income, maybe do a Roth IRA after that. Yep. That's the order. Here's the order in which you should invest for your retirement. One, all the money in the 401k up to the match once you've reached that because 401k investments tend not to be tend not to be as good as you're going to create outside on in your own Roth IRA then in fact the company stock purchase plan would be about 38th on my list yeah, way down unless there. they're giving yeah. you a huge discount then number 2 is a Roth IRA do it with Vanguard get into the VT fund it regularly fund it to the max then you can invest in other things but get those two done first and then go to 401411.com to figure out how to allocate your 401k Tom and Don are talking real money Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is 100% real investing all the time. There's no business news, no speculative advice, and certainly no lifestyle stuff. It's called Real Investing Journal. I publish it every quarter, and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com. That's realinvestingjournal.com. We're talking real money. Because this part of your life is really important. And one of the biggest problems is so many people get investing so horribly wrong. Because the vast majority of the advice given out there, there is good advice. It's just almost impossible to find. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's 855-935-8255. And it is so important that you remember some of these rules that we're telling you about. For example... Do you remember, how many of you remember the 2000s? Do you remember what they were hey, called? back then, I remember that, Don. You remember what they were called? It was called the Lost though? Decade. The Lost yeah. Decade. Now, for me, by the way, the Lost Decade was really the 70s, but that's another show and another day and time for all that so it's not a show we we don't <laughs> no, we don't not. want to hear it no no don't. mine I, or I yours I agree. I, neither I agree. of them i agree yeah. so the reason they called it the lost decade is because in the 2000s the standard and poor's 500 the 500 large companies we were kind of just talking about in the last segment you know those 500 yeah. large u.s companies, companies yeah. u.s companies yeah, we just mentioned a, a a large portion of the S&P 500 is made up of a handful of companies when you look mm-hmm. at the market capitalizations, the one we just mentioned. That particular index, over 10 years, 
I believe it was about flat. I don't think he made anything. It, it was, was down. Okay, it was down, down I mean, slightly. That's, that's just a long about 1%. Time. It was about 1% for that entire 10-year period. And bear in mind, folks, those are the 500 biggest companies in the United States of America. But what if... What if you were internationally diversified? And if you had small and value companies as well, because over that same decade, same decade, same time, same stock market. Exactly same 10-year period. Yeah, exact same period. You did great by, I mean, I think it was about 5% a year. I'd have to go run the number to get exactly, well, but we can do that. I, but the point is, that. not every, all stock markets, and you do a nice job of this when you do your morning reports on Como, of pointing out there are times when European stocks are doing okay, but U.S. stocks are getting crushed. There are times when Asian stocks are falling, but the U.S. is doing well. Not everything moves in lockstep. And what I wanted to finish the thought on is, as you pointed out, when you go to New Zealand, pretty much everybody in New Zealand has their money invested in New Zealand. And if you mm -hmm. go to Japan, by the way, and this has been a huge penalty for people in Japan, the number there is over 90% of the investable assets are invested in Japanese stocks, and they have, they're underwater, I believe, still for the last 28 years. Yeah. Which, That's a long we, time to wait to go back to zero. I mean, and so being diversified, as I pointed out briefly, has meant less volatility because your portfolio's in different markets that are doing different things at different times, and, and it's actually added a little bit to the return over time. Let me give you some numbers. Yeah. These numbers are going to be massively powerful if in the on january 1st of 2000 you went into the new decade the new millennium as some said but it wasn't until 2001 really you went in with a hundred thousand dollars in your portfolio yep at the end of exactly 10 years december 31st 2009 your ten thousand dollar portfolio after reinvestment of dividends that whole time by the way got to put the money back in yep was worth ninety one thousand dollars so you said ten thousand to ninety one so no a hundred thousand i'm sorry okay. hundred thousand to ninety thousand hundred thousand became ninety one thousand dollars if you instead invested globally same exact period Hundred thousand dollars, small, large, U.S. Didn't international. Didn't have to pick stocks. Didn't have to didn't time have to markets, pick stocks. Yep. Didn't have to do a darn thing. Yep. You just sat there during that miserable ten then years. Everybody was telling you to get out of the market too. By the way, in two thousand, two thousand one, and two thousand eight, you had to tune all that out because it was right. out there every you day. You just sat there. Yeah. At the end of ten years, you had a hundred and ninety-four thousand yeah. dollars. Wow. Now that's a significant difference. That is a uh, almost a one hundred. Well, no, it is. It's yeah. oh, it's a one hundred thousand dollar difference. And yet, so few of you. And you didn't have to do anything. I know, so few of you. And I will say this because, as you know, Don, I look at two or three portfolios a week from people that walk in the door. Yeah, and he's the CEO, they so think, he doesn't look at a lot of them. They think that they are not laughing. I'm only laughing because it's true. They, for the most part, you believe you're diversified by being in the S&P 500. If there's nothing more powerful than that decade you just gave us to say, maybe I should look at some of these international stocks. I don't know. It'll change your mind. I really have no idea. Again, the difference is you invested globally and you had some small in value versus having just large company U.S. stocks, and you would have had twice as much money, over twice mm. as much money, doing nothing. Doing nothing.
855-935-TALK is our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. We mentioned 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 throughout the podcast. But you need to know that you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your question, and those will be answered in special Talking Real Money podcasts that will appear on this particular site in the future. So give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK, our number, good 24-7. You can call us anytime, and it also switches over to KVI to our next hour, so you can keep calling, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. That is AM 570, and we're going from 1,000 to 570 on your dial. Yeah, we slide right down the dial. Actually, they're they're putting in the studio, they're putting a slide in. Not for me, because I don't like that stuff. (laughs) <laughs> i know quick, how it this ends. is hysterical end well yes i was looking at seats on delta because that's when i'm flying yeah most of the time and in 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 the main cabin you get like complimentary entertainment and complimentary i think delta yeah coffee. they're good yeah i did them last well last trip okay to New but, York. but then you go up to delta comfort and it goes you know more bigger screen all mm-hmm. this and it says get this this is a differentiator attentive service from a delta flight attendant I, we did the delta comfort on the flight to new york and back and it was it was the service was terrific the food i honestly i, I hate to pick on alaska because you know i've been a customer there and a forever for and a mileage whatever guy you know gold all that stuff but i think delta's doing a good job really well does. and then in first class you get a dedicated flight attendant and an 11 inch screen well and there there i they make me walk very quickly through first class i can yeah, even, you gotta move right i along. can't even pause there and then i'm gonna fly emirates from yeah. from they have new a great zealand, reputation from new zealand to australia and they have a in economy they have a 17-inch screen in wow. the seat. That's like the equivalent at that distance of having about an 80-inch big screen sitting in front of I you. I agree. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you get that in economy. I'm really excited. The, i got to tell you, one of the things I'm most excited about on this silly trip is flying Emirates. I'd be Just because I've always wanted to terrific, do it. They have a terrific reputation. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we'll find out find out i'll review them when i get back. please uh let's see i think it's sally's turn hey sally welcome to talking real money hi sally first of all you'll love new zealand it's a beautiful country i know um, i will i'm so excited all, um i've been listening to you for a while and i know that you are very opposed to annuities mm-hmm. and i'm wondering why i'm 77 years old um i do have some not all of course but i do have some because I do like the fact that it is, quote, guaranteed, unquote. Um, But I'm wondering why you're so opposed to them. Different kind of annuity first. Okay, the annuities that we're really horribly opposed to are are indexed annuities and variable annuities, the kinds that, that pretend to be investment vehicles. You are probably in immediate annuities. Are you taking an income from your annuities? Not yet. No. But you can, correct? You can yeah. annuitize them. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. part of this is, again, as we discussed last hour, the devil's in the details. We'd have to see the annuity. We'd have to see how much you're paying in the annuity. We'd have to see what sort of guarantees, how much, you know, what kind of riders you have. But in a general sense, the reason that we we don't use them, we don't recommend them. They're very opaque. They're hard to understand, generally. 
because people bring them but, in, we look okay. at them. They're but expensive. Having said that, yeah. Having said that, Sally, they're in some portfolios. When you are actually in retirement. There may be instances, because of what you just said, they're guaranteed and there is a certain amount. It, it, you know how much income you're going to get. That part, Correct. that immediate income guarantee, yeah. for some, for some, is, is, is fine. Just not one, never for all of your money. Because bear in mind no, 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 that, that, that when you annuitize, you've given the money away. It is not yours or anyone else's. Ever again, but uh, uh, for some that is that certainty is essential for a portion of their portfolio. I just want to make sure that people understand that those who sell these things are not your friends; they are highly compensated salespeople, and there are less expensive products. I want people to shop for annuities like yeah. they shop for a car, okay. or better. Okay. Because most of them uh, are sold to people rather than people shopping, as Don said, traditionally. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Terry, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sally. You're great. very great welcome. Great. Thanks I mean, for this, calling. The, the, the problem is to just blanketly say annuities are bad is hard. The majority of them are not in are your... Bad. They're not. They're not going to work in your favor. And by the way, even if you give the money to somebody and they're paying you back at a small interest rate, the guarantee part, you're paying for that somehow, right? There isn't, it's not a free lunch. There, so you feel good, you know, because I'm getting my money back with a small interest rate and I get it every month, whatever it is, an immediate annuity. You're paying for that privilege. That's all. And, and another problem with immediate annuities is the gimmick the gimmick of income they will say something like you're going to get six percent on your money every month but you're not getting six percent part of what you're getting is your own money coming back to you and what people hear is i'm making six percent you're not making six percent you're getting some small amount of interest from the insurance company you may and be making your money. three or four yeah, most and of your money and your money so that's the part it's it's trickier than all that and and i want to just repeat my biggest issue with annuities across the board is the people who sell them because they're so blasted well compensated for the sale they're not compensated for an education. Nope. They don't get paid to help you. They get paid only when they sell you something. 855-935-TALK, always. You can call that number always, so call anytime. And Terry, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Terry. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you guys? Good. Thank you for calling us. Uh, I just had a question. I've been listening to you for probably months, and every Saturday I never write down the um, – is it a Vanguard International ah, Fund or something? The, no, actually, so the, on the stock side, the equity side of your portfolio, we recommend that you can own one fund. It can You can do it in a mutual fund form or an ETF. The, if you buy it as a mutual fund, it is VTWSX. Vanguard Total World Stock Index Sex Fund. Sex oh wait, no, that's how I remember it. That's VTW on the other w- channel. Yeah, yeah. SX. Uh, it, it, VT- I'm sorry. VT W W S as in Sam X, X. as in X Ray. VTWSX. That's the mutual fund. You can own that the same way as an ETF, and there it's just V is in Victory, T is in Tom. 
and he loves okay. saying that because his I name's know. Tom. Yes, makes that easy. He's uh, in Victory ETF. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So you can yeah. own it either way. There you get almost eight thousand stocks, mm-hmm. globally diversified at an exceedingly low cost. And as Don just pointed out, by having global exposure made a huge difference in that it makes a difference over a long period of time, but especially in the lost decade, wow, what a nice place it was to be. I mean, a very important part of investing. Okay. All right. Well, this is wonderful. So I'm, I'm going to race home and look at my computer and um, buy some of these guys. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK. 855 We're going to be over on KVI in a few minutes, but I want to mention before we're off the air here on Como, it's yeah. just a few weeks away. It's hard to believe they're going to be doing Retire Meet North up in Everett. Yeah. Get your tickets now because we don't have that many left. Paul Merriman's going to be there. Rick Gregorick's going to be there. You're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Herb Weisbaum's going to be there. We're letting Paul Merriman back? Yeah, we had to. Uh, I still owe him a lot of money. Is the contract? Yeah, so, I <laughs> so join us. It's going to be a great day. Go to retiremeet.com. Retire Meet with two E's. Com. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you need help allocating your retirement plan at work, you can get free help at 401411.com. That's 401411.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And those tickets for Retire Meet North and Everett have, are going very, very quickly. I believe we are at 30 we may be a little below 30 now so it's gonna sell out so if you're gonna come to retire me and by the way you know you'll get the class on how to build that portfolio along with a lot of other great stuff and lunch and breakfast and it's very reasonable so go to retiremeet.com to get those tickets right now that's retiremeet.com one word retire m-e-e-t.com that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.